expensive as Pez Gulking out at the cons, renaissance fests Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch As the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch Turn to the left to F in your dictionary And add this word to your vocabulary Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy Damn it Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby Coming to you live from Fanboy Planet Comics in Santa Clara, California, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast with your host, Derek McCall. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, the adulation of, well, no one really, uh, is uh, is almost Yay! too much to bear. Well, I appreciate that, Rick, but you know, you have to, you're I th- here. I thought he was going to make something up there for a moment. It's... I know. I was. I was, I was it, it was called improvising. It right. was. It was very good. Yes. This is indeed Derek McCaw, turn chief of fanboyplanet.com and your host of the Fanboy Planet podcast. Uh, my 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 fabulous announcer who has uh, <laughs> who has redubbed yes. himself announcer, but we like to call him Pez McWeeperson. You can call him Milan Lopez, <laughs> baby. All right, and of course a sound engineer, commentator, and all around moral compass. Rick Brett Snyder, can you hear me now? Yes, good. Thanks. Yes, very good. Sounds kind of girlish, though. Uh, yeah. a little, oh, okay. Uh, it's like a schoolgirl. Okay, but, uh, we're working on it. All right. All right. Like a schoolgirl. Oh, dear heavens. So, it's, uh, you know, as always, scattered but busy week. And so we have some... And uh, we're on a special day today, too. We're on a special day today. It's Thursday because uh, ordinarily we record these things on Wednesday evenings, New Comics Day. There's a hustle and bustle in the store. There's a special excitement in the air. But there was a special excitement in the air last night because Lon and I had to had to go early for the screening <laughs> we, we of... We had to see a movie. The single Ooh. guys went to a movie. Wait, I'm not. A no, you're not guy. single, are you? No. How do you get away with it? I I don't. If I could, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Oh god. So, uh, and yet my wife knows. Uh, so, uh, we went to see Grindhouse. So we've seen the new Quentin Tarantino. And I was a little disappointed. Rodriguez. All right. Well, we, because so no, let's I, lead up top of that. Well, no, no, good. just because I I thought it was going to be about Pepper, and uh, it wasn't. It, it no. It was no. it was a horror movie, and I was expecting. Pepper is a girl used to Ground be? Pepper. No, that's uh, right. Gwyneth Paltrow right there. Um, there were many celebrities in. Oh, have we seen those those uh, new Iron Man photos? Sorry to take a tangent. I did not. <laughs> Lord. Sorry. Like, I, I thought your job was to keep me on track. Instead, you're going, It's Hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. rubbing off on me. For those of you at home, that's three tangents in three seconds. <laughs> a new record for Fanboy Planet. No, I did not actually look. You didn't see? I did not look. Can I spoil them for you? Go ahead. It doesn't spoil much, but it's just... It's a uh, uh, what's the dude's name? Robert Downey uh, Robert Jr. Downey Jr. in a tux yeah. with a big goatee, um, with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and they're sharing a kiss. Mm. And I didn't think Pepper was his chick in the movie, but I guess she's going. I to guess be. she's going to be. But isn't she at one point in the comics? Didn't they romance for a while? Uh, I think he just you know. I'm sure. I that. think he just I, I think laid her down even, in the it tall was, grass. It was even implied that he walked barefoot in the promised land. It was uh, implied in the, the animated film as well. I mean, she was, had a British accent, which means immediately that he, uh, British accent, uh, <laughs> butt in the hair, <laughs> and, and glasses. Immediately, she was catnip. You know that him. hair comes down at one point. Oh, you know, day. yeah, absolutely. I think any absolutely. chick that comes in Tony Stark's path is implied that he's either been there or he's going to be, to be there. there. Yeah, so. Absolutely, absolutely. He's a playboy. Yes. Back when that meant something. Mm-hmm. 
I just read it for the article. Now he's just a player. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what the kids today the are kids saying. The kids are calling it. There he's we go. a pimp. So I didn't look at those pictures because I'm really not interested in seeing any photographs until there's like a look at the armor. I, I'm sorry. I'm cheap and shallow. Sex doesn't do it for me. It's got to be the spandex. You, you think it's going to be one fanboy. suit of armor? No. Okay. No, I don't think it'll be one suit of armor. I don't think it's going to be one suit of But I want to see it. But I want to see some of the armor. I don't care but I do how think many. It's going to be it's, armor. It's I hope not going to be stuff old... that seeps out of your skin. No. No. I hope Is it's it... an old-fashioned, like, knight armor so I can go... <laughs> Well, no, the, gray, the gray armor. If he just goes with that original, yes, clunk. Yes, <laughs> I have fifteen points of articulation. <laughs> fifteen. Wow, uh, sir, you've got an action figure with more mobility. Uh, mm-hmm. So there we go. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm not interested in seeing like anything on Spider-Man Three about the romance, romance, romance. Show me Venom. Show me Sandman. Show me those effects. Actually, don't show me because I want to see the movie and I don't want to have a good shot of Sandman. Because I've got to say, last night we Lon and I once again. To get oh, back to that, that main trailer, topic. we saw a trailer for fourteen oh eight. Fourteen oh eight, the new the Stephen King short story that's adapted into a movie with Samuel starring Jackson Joan Cusack, John, John Cusack, whatever. I mix uh, right. them up all the time. And now it may not have given away the entire plot, but in in one minute there, Lon and I were hard pressed to figure out what plot element could still surprise <laughs> us after that. And I was looking forward to this movie, and I still am because I think you know, okay, it's the telling. Maybe it'll be well done. Oh, but it does, but that was such an awkwardly. There's a, and I'm not going to spoil this for Rick, but there was a there was a thing set up at the beginning of the trailer that then by the end of the trailer, what had to have been a, a major mind. Mess up, normal mind twister. Yeah, you know, I was looking for what's the what's the polite term? Frack, frack. A, mind a major effort. mind. There was a mind. It had what was obviously meant to be a major mind frack for John Cusack's character. Probably very climactic and probably meant to make the audience, if they were watching the movie, go, "Oh no! Oh no!" You know. And they showed it, yeah. and it's like, why? Why would you do that? Because the guys who do the advertisement are heartless bastards. Who just want to get you in there and take your money? They don't care. I mean, or you know, they just don't get that you know you don't have to show the whole movie to get people in there. You know, it's like I, at the beginning. Did I say of the, heartless? I meant stupid. Right, it's stupid. Heartless is totally different. But um, well, I don't know. This goes I back haven't to, heard anything of the movie, and I saw just the beginning of the trailer, and you know, seeing the, you know how yeah. it got started, and I was like, oh, this looks good. I want to see this. Yes. And then thirty seconds later, and I was like, they showed me I the just saw plot. it. Yeah, I was it, I was very upset because it was a really good. It was a good suck you in and then go. Oh, okay, what's left? What's left? Because they even look. It even looks like they re, like reveal who the antagonist and is. And how at the about end, would, too. would people please write in and tell us are are, are you uh, this. Uh, this low IQ, you need to have the whole thing explained. Will Help you, us. Will you forget it by the time you actually you, you get know, into the I, theater? I mean, do, do you feel as outraged and insulted as we do? I mean, this goes back to you know, I get mad about, <laughs> I get mad about Harry Potter and the and the philo- uh, well, it's a philosopher's the stone, what? philosopher's stone everywhere else in the world, but it's the sorcerer's stone in America because Americans were too stupid to know what the philosopher's stone was. No, we're not really, but that's what that's what uh, big government and big business thought you were. Not on this coast. On this coast, well, no, we know what like, philosophers are. Yeah. Well, we're in California. We know a lot of. Well, things. that's why they yeah. couldn't call Spider-Man. That are too. useless, by the way. Useless pieces of information. The rest of the country, that's where the real, the real stuff happens. Yeah, but, but look at like Spider-Man too. Ama- originally, it was going to be called Amazing Spider-Man, and there, you know, somebody in the corporate, you know, headquarters said, uh. People are going to be too stupid to know that's a sequel. Well, we got to call it part two. Yeah, most of the country does not understand the concept of the adjective. 
But yeah. they do understand numbers, at least numbers up to three. <laughs> numbers. Because if you'd gone with spectacular Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood, incredible. No, wrong one. Mm-hmm. Wrong one. What else? Right. Web of Spider-Man. I heard that's what they're calling the new uh, Hulk revamp. Incredible it's going to be Hulk. called Incredible Hulk. Hulk. But yeah. What's funny is, is when the first movie was coming around, everybody was already calling it Incredible Hulk. So... Right, and it, there, yeah. there it is. If you can't call Spider-Man two and three Amazing Spider-Man and Spectacular Spider-Man, how come you can call Hulk Incredible Hulk and trust that people are smart enough to tell the difference between the two? Is this Just wait. New? This film's not even shot. Wait till the marketing department gets a hold of it. It'll be called like Hulk. Apparently, by the way, Renaissance. The, the Internet Movie Database. Now I don't know if if this is still up, but the Internet Movie Database has a Bruce Banner listed, and they list him as Matthew Modine. Huh? Isn't it Modine? I don't know. <laughs> I was thought it was Modine. But anyways. There's the, and therein lies the controversy. Really? He's a little old for a Bruce Banner, don't you think? The guy's yeah. like in his late 40s. He's not that old. Yeah, dude. He was like 30 when I was 10. I mean, that was a long time what? ago. Then then I was like 30 when you were 10. I don't 10. know. But anyways. I don't, I don't really... So how was that Grindhouse movie? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't purposely going to talk to about oh, it for real. We Rick. were talking about it. We, I was it, trying to know, steer away from it. It was fun, and then it wasn't as fun. Then it was fun again. Then it wasn't as fun. And then Quentin Tarantino had wrote a series of dialogue about uh, how he thinks women talk to each other about sex and so forth. And that really wasn't as fun as you'd think it was. Mm. And I uh, actually nodded off a little bit in Death no. Proof. I did. I did. Kurt Russell was great. Uh, and I, I, I said I expected to like the, the like Death Proof better than Planet Terror, and I actually like Planet Terror better. Although, we that uh, Planet Terror had a couple of twists that were like, eh, eh. but so the trailers were all fun. Oh yeah, the trailers were all a blast. And I would say it was, you know, I mean, I appreciate what they were trying to do. A good and movie I think it was experience. Worth it. So, do you think there's going to be one a sequel or two a renaissance? Will there be more? You know what? I'm actually going to go on a limb here and say this movie surprisingly doesn't do what they think it's going to do. What do you think they think it's going to do? Well, I think they're expecting Make big weekend money. numbers and, you know, kind of uh, it's going to do really good. But what I'm hearing is, is since there's two movies together, they're going to get less screenings. And um, Well, yeah, that's probably built into there. Yeah, so it's going <clears> to <throat> make a little less money or whatever. But what I'm thinking is... You're going to have your hardcore, you know, Tarantino and Rodriguez fans that are just going to eat it up. And I think you're going to have the rest of the public who are just, you know, want to see 300 again. But I think, I think honestly, interestingly you phrased it that way, is a renaissance is, look, I saw The Reaping this week as well. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, despite the presence of Oscar winners, which, um, well, Grindhouse had Oscar winners in it too. Uh, despite that presence, I mean, that's look. Let's let's face it. What used to be the B movie, what used to be the C movie, and thanks to Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez and a lot of directors like them, those are what we're seeing all the time now. Anyway, Renaissance. Who I'd rather see it. I'd rather not see it all scratchy and with a missing reel. Oh yeah, yeah. But as far as as far as plot and as far as dialogue, that's what that's what directed video is. There's a lot of that out there. Wingshauser, Kohlhauser, they owe their entire careers Dolph to Dolph Lundgren. The, Dolph Lundgren. Yep. I mean, I've got a couple of Dolph Lundgren directed video directed movies. Uh, Those that are classic. I haven't way. unwrapped them. I, you know, I mean, so I'm afraid. Ooh. Afraid to actually viewing watch them. party. Oh, I'm me and my buddy John. John, if you're listening, we are huge Dolph Lundgren right. directed video fans. I happen to have uh, one of his movies uh, in, in nearby, not, we, not actually in my car right out. now, but I will. I will gladly hand it over to you. 
Let I, you I must, enjoy I it. I must break you. Yes. So, you know, I mean, that's the, that's, that's the problem to me is, as I, I say, watching the reaping, where I found myself actually unexpectedly tense. Uh, I thought it started off kind of slow, and then I was like, oh, halfway through, I was going, I'm, I'm actually, um, I don't know if I'm concerned, but I am tense. And yeah. so it's doing its job. But so you didn't nod off during the I reaping. I did not nod off, but the reaping wasn't as long either, so I wanted True. to be, you know. When I heard about the, uh, the coming attractions part, I flashed on the fact that I bought a number of videotapes that have just been coming attractions from real films in the past that have been a hoot to watch. And I was thinking, no, I want to watch that. Viewing party. Wouldn't it be fun to catch well, we have to a, go back over to Casa de Brett Schneider a anyway. brand new mm-hmm. the set cave. of movies that didn't really exist, but the like short Sure, Films and that was done a, by. I mean, if you did a whole like ninety minutes of these things, and once upon a time, I mean, well, that's what uh, Kentucky Fried Movie and the Groove yep. Tube did, and yep. all these movies back, you know, great, and uh, what Lon Lopez occasionally has done on his own site, MoronLife.com. Well, I mean, my Kool Aid movie and my Punisher movie are both tra- fake trailers for fake movies. So, I mean, I think online Wait, that, that Kool Aid movie in which you actually won a Wizard Award. Yes, that. What was, the, what was the actual phrasing of that award? Because you I have you have the statue. Uh, oh, it was like Wizard Fan Film Award winner. Yeah. So you actually, or are you the winner of the first one? Are, is that? No, the, it was like the third, third or fourth one. I think. Okay. So you know, or, I, I don't know if listeners have realized that Lon Lopez is a bona fide celebrity in his own mind. Award yes. winning. I'm an award winning film, film director. Yes, he is. With By his, Wizard, with so that gives me fanboy clout. With uh, what was the name of that film? Oh yeah, Thinking yes. Oh yeah, the adventures of Kool Aid. Works on that. It's on um, it's on YouTube, I think somewhere. Yes, I saw. I, I and can I tell a quick little side story? Go ahead. I've met Joe Casada. He went up and said, "Oh, that was a great movie." I remember. And like a dork, I had nothing better to say, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm a huge fan." And I showed him my Daredevil tattoo, and he kind of looked at me and was like, oh, "Great." It is a, <laughs> walked away. It is a very nice tattoo, and for the folks at home, it's a silhouette of Daredevil standing there. You know, I think with baton at crotch level. I think uh, <laughs> just for those of you at home who may be budding filmmakers looking forward to meeting Joe Casada, I think we understand from Jason and Strike, Jason and Bob Strike Back, that Casada's not the the proper way to greet him is say, "Yes, I'm a huge fan, and I'd like you to put you in a film role in which you get to have sex with my wife." Mm. Which is what Casada did in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. He's uh, you can see well, in the background. I just need to get a man having sex with Kevin Smith's wife. Wow, that's a lot for Kevin to contribute to a film. So, Joe, if you're did listening, you wonder why Kevin Smith kept getting writing jobs for Marvel Comics despite never actually accomplishing them? Huh. That's because Joey Q got to simulate sex with Kevin Smith's wife. Wow. There you go. Yeah. So, how do you get on the Colbert Report? Anyway, I don't want to know. All right, moving on. Indeed. <laughs> Other movie news uh, this week, and because uh, I think we, we uh, were we talking about Jeff Johns earlier, or that was before we started uh, yeah, broadcasting. Yeah. Jeff Johns posted on MySpace, because uh, I'm, I'm one of his friends uh, on MySpace. But Are you his, his top 12? No. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm not sure Jeff actually remembers that I interviewed him years ago. He, he was one of the first guys that sat down for a Heavyweight Planet interview, and it was, it was awesome. That he was like so patient, and gentle. He was really, he was really good. <laughs> he was nice to me. He, I met him at he that. Broke Derek in. He did. It was like I saw. I can't remember what I, I had. Another question he goes. Hey, we got time, and just kind of sat there on the phone with me for like five he, minutes. He wouldn't so. do it now, though, would he? No, probably not. Yeah, uh, he was an upper comer. Which you know, I don't. Know, he was. He just started writing Flash and and, J, and JSA, and I, I guess he hadn't really become Jeff Johns. Uh, but anyway, it, but he is now. He's a Hollywood player because this week Hollywood Reporter broke the news that Lauren Shulman. Schuler Donner, 
who is the wife of Richard Donner, who was uh, Jeff Johns' mentor, uh, has convinced yes, it's I'm a, a diagram. It's a later. tangle web. Yes, uh, has convinced Warner Brothers that they want to make a Metal Man movie. So <laughs> they're going to make. They this week. There's going to be. You're saving. Uh, this no, is, this no? is oh. this. See, look, I just about spun his head headphones around, and that's not even what I'm saving oh, okay. for you. Uh, is that there's a, a Metal Man movie in development with Jeff Johns producing, Lauren Schuler Donner is producing. So I want to say, I, I, I already mentioned this is the best part of this this week's 52. It's the last page where they show next week's cover, cover. with yes. Doc shooting a gun and the, the Metal Men are coming out as bullets. That's awesome. I haven't seen it. Love, it's, a, it's a great image. It's love a great the metal. Image. All right, so love the metal. For once so, again, for young little Lon who doesn't Why should Lon care? No, no, no. Explain to me. The Metal Man? Give me the Metal Man logline because I have no idea the story of the Metal Man. Will Magnus is a genius who created the Responsimeter, a computer that gives robots... Uh, human, human personalities. Emotions. So each metal man is named after a different type of metal. So they're led by gold. They have the strongman lead. There's iron. Lead's dumb. Uh, iron, tin, mercury, and platinum. Platinum, platinum is also known as Tina. Platinum, uh, there's a mistake in her responsibility, and so she's super hot and super in love with the human Dr. Will Magnus. Mm, but she's not a me- she's a metal woman. Then. She's a metal woman. Mm. A relationship that goes largely unrequited. No. Yes, but there was at uh, except for that. I think that one time it I said went, largely, largely <laughs> when when uh, they revived it in the seventies and something went wrong further with the responsibility. And not only was she in love with him, but she was also super super sexual. And I can remember being twelve, and I think that kind of like it was you know, a summer love, baby. It was Walt Simons did the art, and was just, and she came up and she. Goes, I just remember the image of her just going, "Hello, boys," <laughs> <laughs> just like. <laughs> I am a man. And that's Today, when, that's when Derek became a man. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, so the, the the cool thing about the Metal Men is they get destroyed in almost every issue. But as long as. And they as can be rebuilt. You can, yeah. can rebuild them with the response meter. So. Oh, okay. So they're they're fun. And it was always meant. It was always a tongue-in-cheek tongue series. In cheek, it was a very of, fun kind of thing. And you learned a little bit about the elements. Hmm. Yeah, so everything except for the too. fact that lead causes poisoning. Apparently, yeah, uh, all right. I didn't really know that so much in the sixties, and they're going to work on that. I don't know the character. I don't know the characters, but give me a quick gut initial casting. Who would you cast as? Oh, just real fast. Who first is the doctor? Who would you cast as the doctor? The doc. doc? Uh, What's his name? Magnus. Is that what you said? Magnus. Doc Will Magnus. Um, Jim Carrey. Could he pull it off? Jim Carrey could do it. Jim Carrey would be. A, I think uh, Jim Carrey needs to get himself in a little heroic. Uh, Roll like that, that actually would be kind of fun. You know how I te- uh, do his platinum? Who? Trisha Helfer. Yes, totally. She's already playing a robot. I don't know if she'll do it. Uh, for she'll tin, do it. for tin, Martin Short. Martin Short would be a great tin. <laughs> Even at his age, yeah. I mean, because yeah. you'd have to, you'd smooth it out with CG anyway. Yeah. He would be a great tin. I mean, yeah. and he's already played a character. You think similar they to would do all these characters um, CG and then just have animate just the voices? Yes, I think so. Okay. Or they'd motion capture him. They'd motion uh, okay. capture him. Because I think I think the Rock should be either gold or iron. Yeah, I think Rock would be gold. Yeah, and or iron. Yeah, he could be either one. Because yeah, because I always had trouble figuring you know like what the difference was between gold and iron. Other than because he was gold, he was leader. Yeah, but well, gold iron has, was smart. Gold, gold stretches himself out a lot. I mean, right, he he's can duckled, be stretched yeah. really thin. But but iron gold. was always like you know he's I mean he was a good field leader shell. too. He, and, he's yeah. the shield or whatever. Yeah, so there wasn't much difference in personality yeah. between the two yeah. of them. Yeah. And, and Mercury. Oh, we have a good history of metal men here. So oh that's man, good. everybody loves everybody loves metal men. I've never yeah. read the metal. In men. fact, it's one of Dan DiDio's, um 
I, I shouldn't say private shames, but I think he cries at night that he ha- it has taken. Didn't he so mention long. that they were going to be doing a yeah, new Metal Man book? Yeah, they're reintroducing him. Or was in, it Doom in, Patrol? They're reintroducing Metal them Man? in Superman, Batman, with Pat Lee doing the art, and just gagged me with a spoon on that one um, because I don't like Pat Lee's art when he's not drawing uh, robots, and but and the Metal Men aren't robots like Transformers. No, you know, so I'm not really happy with that as an. But art would you choice. say that they do? They are more than meets the eye. Uh, they are. They oh, are. Okay. So I think this would be a fun movie. I'm I'm looking forward to this. No word on release date, but they have hired a screenwriter, and so I'm in. I'm I'm ready. I'm We're going to see it 2010. Out. Look for sure, it. Sure, sure. And uh, let's see if I have any other movie news. No, I think uh, we we you know talked about. It. Although we were saying a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I did look up all those articles you were talking about last week with the rumors of uh, Trisha Helfer playing Supergirl and the Green oh, Hornet thing. What's and, the word on that? Nothing more than what you knew. Okay. I mean, you know, it's all kind of like, well, that's speculation out there. Also caught there that David Duchovny has mentioned that uh, finally the X-Files 2, finally. Because David Duchovny, when nobody pays attention to him for a long time, starts saying, yeah, Chris Carter's talking about doing X-Files 2 with me. And uh, then everybody talks about David Duchovny for three minutes. So, um, and... Poor Rick, David Duchovny. Rick and I were talking about that. We'd like to see an X-Files, I'd like too. to see a wrap-up. I'd like to see... A yeah. real wrap-up. Because yeah. the series really didn't. We were yeah. just discussing that a little earlier. How never watched it. I Never. Well, and I, they could do it in real time. They could say, okay, it's been 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. and here's... here's uh, Put it in here's 2012. Yeah. Put it in 2012. The series ended believing that... Because, Lord knows, there have been some strange things happening lately. Lord knows. Or does he? Okay, sorry. Anyways. Okay. That was kind of sad. That's teamwork. It was. Speaking of... <laughs> In stereo. Television shows. We're a little excited this week. Uh, we're, we're, I think it was we're always excited. We're a little excited this week. To it's, it's, I believe the German term is Schadenfreude. We are taking ah, pleasure in, in, the, in the, the suffering of others. of others. And this week, Paul Haggis wins our Schadenfreude award because Paul Haggis, the screenwriter of the brilliant Casino Royale and writer of uh, Crash, not the unbrilliant Crash, sorry, no, uh, created a. But I just like Casino Royale blew me away. I I never, he wrote Casino Royale. He wrote Casino Royale. Blew I, didn't, me away. I haven't seen it. And, oh, you should. I will. It's on my. It's on my K. I have that too. My Q. All right. But the point is that he also created a little television series that knocked one of our favorite television series <laughs> off the air. Yes. He created the Black Donnellys, which took Studio sixty down. Well, guess what? The Black Donnellys. Next. Next. Officially no. canceled. You guys didn't watch it, did you? Nope. You know why? It's called protest. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I didn't know. That's why I won't go see a Joel Schumacher see, I record, movie either. I record everything. I don't know when anything's on. It's just on my record list, so I had no idea the connection. I watched the first episode of Black Donnelly's, and I liked it a lot. And I've got five episodes still uh, that are recorded to watch because I've been well, very them. busy. <laughs> treasure them. But I would, to DVD. I would definitely take Studio 60 over it, but it was a good show. I liked the Black Donnelly's. Somebody has to champion Studio 60, so why not us? It is. Fanboy Planet Champion Studio 60. We want it back. We want it back. If you agree, email us with your online petitions. There's at, an unborn baby and, involved. There's And we will forward them. Right, at editor at fanboyplanet.com. There's a, there's a chief writer who's got a drug problem that needs to be resolved. There's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a budding romance. We will forward this online petition to David E. Kelly. No, is that a different guy? Um, 
Who writes it's, Studio uh, 60? Aaron Sorkin. Right. Aaron Please Eckhart. We will send it to... Aaron Eckhart. Whatever. We'll send it to some some person in Hollywood. Just some guy we know. We'll just forward it on. So send your emails. Uh, Mark Teague lives in, I think it's uh, now he moved to Newport Beach. Maybe maybe that's close to Hollywood. Could we send it to Teague? We, we could send it... Well, I don't know. We got. I have some friends in Hollywood. We can send them there. All right. You yeah. deliver it with a horse's head and... All right. We'll send it to D.L. Hughley, because if the show don't get picked up, he won't have nothing to do. So yeah, we'll send go. it to him. There you, there you go. <laughs> All right. How about a little bit of a television event last week that you guys uh, seem to have gotten into. I, I, I didn't, but Chris Garcia did. This is from Mike Weger. Yes. This is what we call you know, basically um, pandering we, to the one guy who actually does write into us and acknowledge that he's listened to our topics. And we, we, Hi, Mike. We did just sign the uh, poster. We did sign the Bridge to Terabithia poster. So uh, we are going to find a poster tube and send that off to Canada. Uh, but uh, WrestleMania was this last week. Yes. And you guys, you want to talk about this? this is a little Briefly, because I've only seen half of it. Didn't see um, it. You didn't see it? No. Did you read Chris Garcia's review? Because I finally got, I finally read. got, I finally no. got caught up. And all, we, all the important stuff is, is that uh, Vince McMahon got his head shaved. That's a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Donald Trump was really going. You know, get his for head a shaved. split second, I was kind of like, wouldn't that be cool if if he did? I mean, it would have been a big embarrassment. But then everybody would like be talking about him you know again. What been he cool loves people talking if, about him. If they had brought in Rosie and shaved her head. Man, I don't think she would look like that. Any better? Yeah. I'm not saying she would, oh, okay. but it would have been cool. Yeah. No, but anyways, yeah, so then uh, Undertaker won the uh, world championship. John Cena kept his uh, WWE title, and um, um, uh, Mr. Mm. Kennedy won the Money in the Bank match. Is there even an ECW at all anymore? There is, but it's a WWE owned and sanctioned Right, right, but I mean, did, uh, they still doing a separate ECW show? I believe it's still on Sci-Fi on Tuesday nights. Okay, I think no. I haven't paid I've attention. I've lost track, I'm, and I'm sorry about if that. If it is, Mike, email us and let us know. Let us know. In the meantime, we're going to talk about some comics. <coughs> some comics. All right, we have the Lon Lopez Indie Challenge Ooh. Spotlight. I'm going to open up with that. Yes. Can we start with? Can I introduce it? Go ahead. Um, first of all, uh, I was talking to Derek last night. I want to start this indie challenge because it was a little pillow talk. I was a little jaded with um, how Civil War and my major, you know, I grew up a Marvel guy and Civil War. I almost wanted to turn my back on the Marvel universe, but I realized that I don't read nearly enough indie books as I should. I love comics. I love the art form. So I've come up with an indie challenge, and that is basically this: if you're out there and you are an indie producer, an indie comic uh, creator, and you have a book that you'd like to uh, promote or you know get some people talking about, send it to us. Can we get the address here for the uh, shop? Yeah, what's the, uh, what's the address here? 2725? Why do I always say that? Am I right? You are correct. Suite Two, 105. 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 105, Santa Clara, California. What's the zip code there, buddy? 95051. 95051. So, and also, if like you were saying, if they have any PDFs or if they can send anything online to mm-hmm. editor, editor at fanboyplanet.com. Yeah. And basically, I will each for each indie book I get, I will read and I will review on the air and I will, you know, sing the praises and I will always find no matter if it's the worst thing ever, I'll always find something good about it. I'm ready to do one of those right now. I bought I bought an indie collection called. Well, there Heart, we go. Let's Heart set it up. Eight at uh, at the WonderCon uh-huh. that 
let me go back and read it, and I'll do something next time. Okay, yeah, there you right. go. The indie there spotlight you next you week. Were show, you show. I remember you showed that to me when yeah. you bought it. So excellent. I think I did remember. Yeah, well, there we go. Me. So we have that. The indie comics challenge. So send us your indie comics because Lon needs to read indie. What Lon also needs to read and he hasn't dun, 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 dun. is Runaways number twenty-five. Joss Whedon has taken over Runaways from Marvel. It's so sweet. That's really that's that's that's. Good. It's a rockin' hard, rockin' good comic. Let me ask you this, yes, sports sir. fans. Yes, sir. For somebody who who hasn't read Runaways consistently, <laughs> you no, 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 consistently. I have like the first three, and I read like maybe a random one here. Because he doesn't know how to read. Okay, just, there. Okay. Finally, Lon's dark secret is revealed. I'm sorry, I never learned to read. <laughs> um, no, but uh, so is this a good jumping on point for non-readers? That I was actually, my question. I thought it was, and if you and if you still felt that it was not that last week or two weeks ago they released a. A one shot yes. that kind of summarized everything. It was an excellent format. It was, too. It was an excellent show? format. Yeah, yeah. I gotta uh, pick that up. That they had, that they were reading the diary of the youngest member, and oh. so it was all from her point of view. She's and, a little bit sheltered. They keep the really awful things away from her. Right. Yeah, is her name but, like Pidge or Smidge or? I don't remember what oh, okay. her name is. I, I, I couldn't tell you. Actually, you know, that said, there's very few of the characters from Runaways. I, I couldn't tell you what their names are. But I That's do. Just good storytelling. But I do. No, I mean, I, I enjoy Runaways. I think they're great. I can tell you what all their powers are. I mean, yeah. You know, who did what to who. I can describe them. I just can't Wait, remember. Wait, isn't the Joan Jett and Lita Ford one of them? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, that'd be two of them, actually. Okay. Sherry Curry would be a third. Okay. Um, didn't we make that Sherry joke like uh, nine months ago? Darn. Sorry. Yeah, wow. Wow, Lon. Way to recycle. That's good. That's I can't good. read or remember. I know. I know. But, 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 but this... damn, you got one sweet Daredevil tattoo. <laughs> I'd like to put you in a movie and have you... No. All right. Thanks, Joey Q. I'd like Joey Q to make love to you in the background of a film Whoa. I'm doing. I think I'm going to grow up. <laughs> but the latest issue... I'm sorry, I gave myself an awful visual. And <laughs> but the latest issue was wonderful. Three pages of actually summarizing everything from the Kingpin's point of view. Oh, man. And that was great. And then just taking it... And what I... I and it's, it, it's the voiceover on a long pan into the, into the story... Just like it's like a movie, but it's Whedon dialogue, which is multi-layered and different conversations is, going on at the same is my, time. It is my spotlight book of the week. Oh. It is absolutely the book I chose because I really, really thought that was it was just super cool. And I, I thought what was interesting was that the Gibberim, or the Gibberim, yeah. that were the villains, that the, the long-standing villains, Brian K. Vaughn, yeah, that's it. Uh, Lon's got the run, what is that called? Runaways? Saga. The Runaways Saga. It's a great summation of the whole series. Pick that up and then get this Joss Whedon because it was so good that Brian K. Vaughn got rid of the, of the Gibberim, basically. Yeah. And that what left, was the Gibberim? I'm sorry. They were, they were a supernatural menace that had basically... Promised. Were they like the Pride Part Two, or they, they, no? They were the they ones were... who had given the Pride their powers in the first oh, okay. place, and so the, the oh, Pride, did they? the Pride were yeah, they were negotiating. They were the negotiating. Pride. The, pride, the Pride all got their the powers. The Pride were serving them. The yeah. Pride were serving them, and that's and so that's what the Runaways. You know, it had always been the menace. They ended that. That gave jo- uh, Joss Whedon like a, a blank slate to just totally get them really integrated into the Clear Marvel the universe and change coasts. Just well done. Just they well done. Coast? Yeah, they yeah. used to be in L.A. and now they're in New York. Wow. Just visiting, I'm sure. I'm we, sure. We need some L.A. You know, heroes. Well, here. once the initiatives kicks in, absolutely, they're done. Well, they've got the loners who are out there on the West Coast. The group that used to be known as Excelsior. Are they registered? Are those? I don't know. Those I can't, darn stinking I can't, masked I can't, heroes. I can't keep track. They I should just, all be registered or strung from a tree branch. <laughs> 
What have you done with lawn? Yeah, I know. Wow. Registration is good. I'm mad. It's like it's like Chris Garcia just possessed him. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> but then you got the new Buffy book too. Yeah, is she every- registered? No, I'm sorry. Go not ahead. everybody did. I didn't get it. <laughs> number two. Uh, is that Buffy out? the Vampire Slayer number Due two to totally sold dance. out. Totally sold out. Steve will order commensurately now because there's been a lot of demand in this store. They've been ordered for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What about number one? Completely sold out. No, they're on the shelf. He got. Oh. He got a, a reshipment. He got a later shipment. So we have kind of it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, and I was able to give over. One was thing. good. I hope good too. Good. Two was good too. Two was great. Two was great. A lot of Andrew. And of course, I'm always That's happy. Great. I'm Andrew. always happy when Andrew's involved. Although the artist did not do a good job of actually drawing him. Oh. But you know, whereas almost every other character is recognizably the actor or actress. And the guy, the Andrew didn't look. Anything like. more about Don? Yes. Okay. Very heavily into Don. So, and you're heavy into Jeff, too. All right. Go ahead. Jaws. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> got that. Um, in upcoming news, I'm very excited. Uh, DC announced that 50... Wait, we're almost upcoming news? Upcoming news. Well, upcoming events. Okay. How about that? Upcoming I was going to say, how do you announce upcoming news? news? from the future. <laughs> Wait. I am tuning it in, and I've got a communication. Launch a little tip from the future. Auto asphyxiation. Auto erotic asphyxiation. Terrible way to go. Okay. okay. So, and so is ruining good jokes. Okay. Yeah, go I ahead. know. Dang it! <laughs> all right. So, it. And I ripped that off from X-Files anyway. Dang it. Yes. So it's all right. You ripped yourself off. I ripped off at least, you know, X-Files. Better I'm going to rip off something else pretty oh, soon. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> oh. oh dear. I'm in a joke. Leave the tank top on. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, is that uh, we're almost to the end of 52. We're almost to World War Three right now because this was the issue. This week is 48, isn't it? So 52 is almost done. And uh, DC announced that uh, for the final issue of 52 will be 40 pages. So, you, you know, they've got to cram in a lot what? there. What? They upped it to 40 pages of story. Well, I just heard, uh, now, World War Three mm-hmm. is all published in one week. Yes. Four books. Yes. All at once. Yes. Simultaneous? Sequential? What's the story there? We it all depends know. how you buy them and read them. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, allegedly, they're all just dealing with different heroes and the different... Uh, the, the different impacts of the events of World War Three. Can we talk about the, uh, the the teaser poster they put up with the three different little things? Like one of them's like what, yeah. Firestorm or yeah. Firestorm, and then one's Black Adam, and then one which I was really interested in was uh, Nightwing. Nightwing behind the Jason Todd Robin costume, or but with his costume off. So is is Nightwing going to become Robin again? I think that's a little weird. Um, actually, I think that was Jason Todd. I don't think it's Dick Grayson because if you if you not many people read the one year later Nightwing, but Jason no. Todd was running around in the Nightwing oh, costume at the beginning. Maybe of the one that year is later. Jason Todd. So trying to decide which one he's going to be. And oh, and they were also talking. I read. I think it was in Wizard. They're talking about how Jason Todd's kind of this man out of time because mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't, he doesn't belong. belong. He doesn't belong. And what happened to Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson was also running around in the Nightwing costume, okay. and. It, Look, nobody liked it. They're going right. to fight? They did fight. They did <laughs> oh, they fight. Did? Good. Yeah. They fight. They yeah, fight. They fight. They fight. But they the fight. point they is, uh, that's that's issue 50, so that's in two weeks, I think. I think this is 48. So that's issue 50. 52, number 52, is going to be 40 pages of story, and DC announced this week that they are going to still hold it at 250. Twice as much. Twice same as much story price. for the same price. It's kind of like Grindhouse. Kind of. Only I'm hoping it'll hold my attention a little better. And you won't nod off yes. during 52. Although if Rose, awesome. Ma- uh, if Rose, Mc- Rose McGowan's in 52, number 52, I'll be all the, 
I mean, although oh, there you go. I found her very attractive in these double in this double feature. I have to make a, a geek fanboy admission that I used to not think she was attractive until she appeared as the cat in Monkey Bone, and then I thought, you know, there it is. Wow. Once there's of something inhuman the about her, I know, I yeah. know. Of all the roles she was in, where she was topless and doing everything else, nope. you found her attractive as the cat. cat. Yeah, not really interested in the topless mm-hmm. Rose McGowan, but Rose McGowan as a cat, very that's, attractive. That's Derek okay. McCall, everybody. Fanboy I'm Planet. Strange. Um, what can I say? But can we just real fast? Sure. How awesome is that of DC? Does DC like know fans? Does it know people? Does it know? Hey, we're gonna give you extra pages, same amount of money. That's like saying, "Hey, we love you guys." Well, they oh. are, but on the other hand, I mean, and they're still cool. But but it's a, it's still a making up that I don't think they've officially announced this about Countdown. But I would say. Uh, we're pretty sure that the follow-up weekly series countdown is going to be at the regular two ninety-nine price. Sure, sure. So sure. You know, they are asking us, and in, in the aftermath, not asking us, but I'm, I'm, I think they're assuming that many of us will, most of us will continue buying the weekly series. Yeah, especially right. you know, it, it, it's it's definitely a nice thing, you know, to get twice as much for the same price. But you did buy fifty. One issues at two fifty, but you know, but I, but I gotta say, but it still is, it still is a nice gesture. It's like doing those Brave New World, those dollar comics where they knew that they were leading. You know, of course, Uh, the Brave New World ones were more advertising than real stories. Yeah, Yeah, but the point here is, is that 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 is true. But still, for a buck, yeah, I was, I I was into that. But the point here is, is that they have this extra story. Any other company would double size it and up the price. I mean. You know, which actually any or, other company in particular, any other company would. I don't know. Any other company would actually create fifty-two, the confession, right. and charge not double the price. Well, yeah, double the price they would because you'd buy an extra issue as an epilogue. Mm-hmm. I don't know which company that would be. Dark Horse, perhaps. No, we yeah, like yes. Dark Horse. Yeah. No, yes. we like Dark Horse. Uh, I'm just saying. I think it was Image. I think that's cool. So Dan did. I don't want to diss Image because Eric Larson said he he'd come on this show sometimes. So we're gonna Top Cow still Image. So uh, I'm just saying, way to yeah. go, DC. Dynamite. Way to Harvey. go, Harvey. Harvey Comics. Harvey Comics. Yeah. Harvey Comics. We're never totally gonna get anything been. from Harvey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Casper I, the Confession. I was just gonna say Archie the Confession. <laughs> that's Archie Comics, man. All right. So oh, they're not uh, Harvey. No, Harvey's Casper, Richie Rich, and all those guys. Oh. Archie Comics. If I might dare to go out on a tangent. To follow up, dare to, you? Just a follow up to an, a news article from many weeks ago. All right, you can go off on a tangent. Was there? Did you ever see that issue of Betty and Veronica with the alternate art in it? Has I that will, come out yet? I or? believe technically we refer to this as a tempest in a teapot. Okay. So I, even though we are part of this evil, whenever any comic professional <laughs> talks about how uh, limited and small. And truthfully ineffective, the internet is, and it's like 50 people all arguing, and that's just 50 <laughs> out of the 200,000 that are buying comics. I think they may have a point, because, you know, but I also say, you know, you go on the chat boards, uh, Lynn, what's her name, Lynn Johnston, who does For Better or For Worse, uh, got like death threats for a, t- a plot twist, and it's like, for better or for worse, how could you care that much that you think she should die? You know, was this back when they killed the dog or what? No, no, because she there, there was a, a plot twist that was looking like the ex boyfriend Anthony was going to come back and uh, and come back into Liz's life, and, oh. you know, because she's single, and it's just like, what? Come on, Who it's just reads a comic for strip. better or for worse. I do. Oh, okay, I love Sorry. for better or worse. 
Who so still reads the comics people page? Age I do. Oh. People age in that thing in a realistic I'm interested in seeing what it's going to be okay, like. Okay, I years. guess we know who sent the death threat. Well, um, okay, yeah. actually, no. She's going to. I think uh, she she had announced that she was going to end the strip. Oh, really? But she changed her mind. But at the point where she was going to end it, she's just going to freeze it. So then she can just go in and show pieces of history of of the characters that that she had never shown before. So sometimes it'll be like an ongoing where the children, the the grandchildren so now are stuck the... in, are stuck in time. You know, so it can be like a little family circus. So she's kind doing of like thing. a multiverse kind of thing. Is there like a hyper time version of for yes. better or for worse? Basically, yes. she's going to collide with Luann. Insane <laughs> crossover, crossover, crossover. I'm just waiting for the Harvey comic Civil War. One world lives, one world dies. Where it's Richie Rich, the rich industrialist. Um, dude, I would like you to stop talking about that right now because oh. you and I should be planning that. Oh, sorry, <laughs> dude, we could totally sell that. Sorry, Harvey, call us. God. Does Harvey still publish comics? I don't know, but Red Hot has to be on the resistance. <laughs> hot stuff. Hot stuff. Whatever his name is. Red Hot. That's a candy. I don't know. Oh. But hot you knew stuff. who he was talking the, about. The yes. little devil. Yes, yeah. the little devil. Wait, is Baby Huey Harvey too? Yep. Yep. Oh. What side would he be on? Both. Whoever, I think whoever feeds him the most. <laughs> I doed it. Yeah, he's on. I actually got the DVD. They did a DVD collection of, of the complete Harvey. And uh, I tried watch watch that with my children. Not actually. I mean, it, it, the cartoons Is it still themso- funny. The cartoons themselves, not particularly. Mm. The cartoons themselves were still relatively charming. The problem was, I I gotta say that the collection was so poorly put together. They put together. They were broad like the television broadcasts with the framing Harvey Tunes opening. So it's random. You can't tell. And the menu doesn't tell you, like, which cartoons you're going to get if you watch this particular program. Oh. And I really don't like that. Mm. On the flip side, I got the third season of Little Britain. I talk about because DVD menus and how DVDs are put together. It's starting to really I'm, – I'm really focusing on this. And Little Britain, which is a sketch show, but every episode is, is recurring characters in different sketches that – they did like a Viewmaster reel, which was time wasting because you, you, you go to, to change it, it and you go click and it clicks through. But one thing they did is, if you like the sketch of a character, you can actually just watch all the characters' ah. sketch sketches in order and take it totally out of you know out of the out of the original episode. And I'm like, well, that's a good way because like if I want to show my son's kind of interested in Casper, you know, hey, we just potted trained him, we got a pair of Casper underwear, I want to know who that was. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll put on the Harvey Don't tunes. pee on Casper. Don't, that's exactly yes. what we said. Casper, Casper is a white ghost. Don't, don't Casper, not a brown Casper. ghost. Don't make Casper cry. And, uh, you know, but then you can't separate the Casper, and you couldn't guarantee you'd get a Casper cartoon and watch it. So it was like, and her, okay, who found Herman and Catnip funny? Which of you boys remembers Herman and Catnip? Uh, not it. Uh, no, yeah, you know, I wanted to. I wanted to show my kids Casper. I wanted to show them hot stuff. I wanted to show them maybe Richie. I don't think there was a Richie Rich cartoon, but uh, it was. But it wasn't for Harvey. But then the weird thing in the TV series was that you're right. Somebody else did. I think Hanna Barbera did that. Did yeah, one, yeah. That is that the TV shows would actually then take little clips, like there'd be a Harvey something that was sort of like, well, the show ran two minutes short, so they would take a segment from another cartoon and put it there just randomly in there, like suddenly little dots in trouble or little Audrey's in trouble. What was the name of the little witch? What was her Uh, name? Wendy. Wendy Wendy the witch. Do you know who played her in the movie? There was a movie? There was a movie, Casper and Wendy, live-action film. 
a very young Hilary Duff played Wendy at like age eight. Was wow. this from the Casper movie? Yeah, a sequel. It was a direct-to-video sequel oh. to the Casper, oh, the Friendly Ghost okay. theatrical film, which mm. was creepy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Casper the Dead Baby. Oh, absolutely. Hi, kids. Uh, will you be my friend? And <laughs> will you play with me? Casper, you're scaring me. <laughs> Shut up, kid. And push me on the swing. My soul is trapped in purgatory. <laughs> I can't go to heaven. <laughs> Do you want to play, Casper? And he hangs out with a devil, so I there must un- be something I have wrong. unfinished business this, yeah. on this mortal plane. When I find the bastard that kicked me off the road... Uh, that was actually it was a cracked. It was a cracked magazine. It had the no, cast for the dead baby. No, it was. Crazy. We talked about this. It was crazy. Crazy with the, the cast for the dead body. Wow. And yeah, it was. Oh, I I remember like my head spun around reading that one as a uh, kid. I was it disturbed. Like, he it is. Destroyed he my is innocence. a dead baby. Anyway, um, so if my kids are listening to this, <laughs> Daddy doesn't know what he's been talking about the last few minutes. But and we're not talking about the Casper. Pleasant you know. dreams. We're speaking, we're speaking about Caspar, K-A-S-P-A-R. He's a Kree soldier. Hauser, a Kree soldier, exactly. Caspar. That we are, just like we are, uh, decided the name for our trio this week is Tesak, the Kryptonian word for, tri- uh, cri- uh, the Klingon word for for uh, trio that conspires against Andy, Andy Mead. I did like that. Tesak. <laughs> Tell me you came up with that, word, with that right away. Right? I did. Okay, I was like, was, was t- t- was, oh, you, you guys are Tesak. Yes, yeah. we are, the trio that conspires. <laughs> Anyway, so here's my little comics news that's gonna that's gonna blow your head away. Oh, okay. blow his mind! Ready? Ready? Pointing at my head. Okay. Ready? Go. Okay. So I get this email this week from Moonstone Books, mm-hmm. and they say uh, they're going to release a a collection of short stories about Zorro. So that's not the news that will excite you. Okay. Uh, but I'll describe I, Rick's reaction. Ready? Okay. Ready? Here we go. So he's very still. Smile. So Moonstone Publishing, which runs, uh, I think here we you guys carry. Uh, the Night Stalker books and a few of the Phantom. They, they, they the Phantom. Phantom. Yeah. Snouting, is it? All right, yes. All right, so they said they're going to do short stories of Zorro, and it says, you know, he joins all these characters. They've got a lot of characters that uh, license old things. Uh, Zorro's from Mexico. What? Zorro's from Mexico? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Ready? <laughs> nice. So it says he joins other great characters that Moonstone has licensed, like Doc Savage, oh. The Avenger. Look of shock. And I write back. And I say, uh, guys, when did you get Doc Savage in the adventure? And they go, oh, yeah, we haven't sent out. Um, yeah, we're going to publish Doc Savage in September, and the Avenger will hit in hopefully by Christmas 2007. That's pretty cool. See you at San Diego. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I guess I have to go to San Diego now. Hey, we got wow. Rick. The hotel room's cheaper. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh Derek, you did the uh, gayest arm wave when you Woo! said that. Um, I'm uh, very afraid now. No, because um, uh, Rick says he's a night owl, which is good because, uh, as anyone who's Red Fanboy Planet knows, I'm I'm not. We're not sleeping at San Diego. We're uh, up late we updating. Are partying. We oh, uh, occasionally. No, uh, that's not very true. rarely. We're actually so, last year you were editing film. And I was doing it I was again. editing until five in the morning. We're gonna totally create a so their, video, mobile video. video their first line. book is gonna be an ensemble book. With all these characters, or are they no. be separate books? Separate books. It's okay. going to be called Zorro Team Up. No, no, Zorro no. no. Zorro's a, it's a Zorro thing of short stories, but they were just announcing all. Yeah, they were ah, saying in, okay. that they've got the rights to Zorro in addition to the rights to all I these other characters. The and so, so there's a Doc yeah. Savage, and you awesome. think you'd think that you and I, I mean, because you have the Doc Savage collection that I envy, and I thought I had the Doc Savage collection that I envied, but you have the bust. 
I have the bronze. You have the bronze bust. bust and I this is a comic or, or prose or like liter. Like they're books. doing comics. Oh, okay. They're doing comics, and there have been a couple of Doc Savage comics. That they, but I, you know, this is. I didn't know until we went to the Brett Cave exactly why we were Soul Brothers. Yeah, you know, well, when I realized he had more of the Doc Savage novels, are you, are you complete? Do you have all oh, of them? I have, I have multiples uh, of okay. some of them. And yeah. I don't have all of them, but I've read most of the Doc Savage novels and been into this. Well, and I had never met somebody and who And actually, was, behind those Doc Savage novels are all the Avenger novels, too. Well, so you got to come over to my place and check out all my Doc Samson books because uh, I've been to your place. I've got a pretty impressive I've, collection. I've, I've been to your place and I still can't get the stains off. Oh, I'm trying to remember, didn't sorry. Peter David write some of the late Avenger books? Or somebody else ghost wrote, and somebody noteworthy. Ron Goulart ghost wrote the That's Avenger right. books. Right, yeah, right, right. The, the novels after they ran out of the original 24 pulp, yeah. uh, pulp novels from Justice Incorporated. So, uh, yeah, and I, have, I haven't read all the Avengers either, but uh, enjoyed those. Yeah. And so I was excited because we talked about Doc Savage a few uh, months ago when it seemed like Sam Raimi is interested in doing a shadow with well, Doc Savage that, making it. the new a, imprint where they put two of the pulp novels into a single bound uh, oversized book. Well, you know, great. Well, yeah. We've already read those. Yeah. They're going to do new comics adventures. That's Woo-hoo! awesome. Are they going to do who, a do modern they know who day? Do the writer is? They know who I, don't know, I don't know anything uh, yet. I don't know anything. Well, if they ever need anybody for a reference... I think that uh, they need to... There are to two geeks looking at each other from across Doc the cardboard. Two Doc Samson people right here. Yeah. Doc Savage, not Samson. S- whatever. We know what the wild Sorry. mouse is. <sighs> we do. Yep. Crazy uh, go devil. I don't. That sounds dirty. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Abeus Corpus. Mm. Chemistry. Mouse. Chemistry. Yes. Pat Savage. The what is... Oh, Pat, Pat Savage. Oh, what? Lord, did I have a... Again, an early crush on a fictional character. Let's get Trisha <laughs> Helfer to play her, too. That there too. weren't any, even any pictures of until the comics. Well, that's how I got started, and actually. Derek became a man. Okay. I actually okay. got started reading the the, doc, the Marvel comics with Ross Andrew art. And then uh, this last summer, I actually got to meet Marvel Wolfman. And, of course, instead, I can't talk about Teen Titans. Instead, I just say, you know what? Your editorials in the Doc Savage magazine that Marvel published. The black and white one. The black and white, because yeah. he edited it. Yeah. And so he would always have an editorial. And, like, that was actually, you know, that's what I, I kind of aspire to in Fanboy Planet, that kind of writing style that a little personal but knowledgeable, you know. And it's just like, I could have talked about Teen Titans, and instead I had to pull up the... Yeah. <laughs> the Did you call him Marv Wolfman to his face? Yes, that's oh. how he was introduced to me. It's not Wolfman, it's Wolfman. Is it really? He is a Wolfman. Right, it's comics, it's Marv Wolfman. But Wolfman, all right, whatever. It's not Spider-Man. No matter what John Stewart says, <laughs> spectacular Spider-Man. This was the problem. This Welcome they... to the Spider-Man Deli. <laughs> yeah. well, hey, Ooh, let me get you that. It's on rye. When it's a title, it's yes, it's a man. If his name was Wolfman, then yes, it's his it's last not name. Batman. It's his last name. He's not Bruce Batman. No, <laughs> Batman Haberdasher. Which is just my point. It's not Bruce Batman. Superman. No, but if it well, was his last sort of name, it would work. All right. I'm Mervin Superman. How are you? <laughs> I'd like you to meet my daughter. All right. All right. So that was my you know, good. I, I, I got really a good, good. I got that a good, good. Really good, good Who would win in a fight, Doc Savage or Zorro? Doc. Doc Savage. Really? He's an amazing physical specimen. Zorro just rides a horse and has wears a, a mask. Doc has a sword. Whip. 
has a sword. And he can draw Zs on anything. Yeah, but uh, let me explain something. Doc Savage has colorless, odorless gas and little tiny glass pellets yeah. that he can throw without you even noticing, and you're out. And he has these guns. That then have there's like a, mercy bullets. Have a, a the drum, bull roars. Bull roar, the drum shell, like a ram's horn. And you just can feed bullets in. It's awesome. And the first two novels... It sounds like a bowstring being drawn across a... Mm -hmm. And in the first two novels, Man of Bronze and the Land of Terror... I think think you just wrote the first page He actually... uh, I have waited my whole life for a shot to write a Doc Savage. I am ready to adapt the first novel into a film again. I am am ready. But, I mean, there's a lot of geeks across the country that say that. But, uh, you know, the first two novels he actually also kills indiscriminately. It's great. He would reach out, and I always thought that was great. Was that, yeah. you know, He'd reach out and just, like, hit their chin and break their necks. Kind of like Brock Sampson. Yes. Uh, Brock mm-hmm. Sampson is totally, yeah. uh, is actually, because, again, I think we've talked about this connection before. Johnny Quest was originally intended, Race Bannon was originally intended to be Doc Savage. And they and Hanna-Barbera couldn't get the rights to Doc Savage, so they turned, they, they moved that character into the background, made him Race Bannon, and turned it into... Johnny Quest. So when Brock Sampson comes along, yes. For those who don't know, Brock Sampson from the Venture Brothers Brothers with the season two DVD is coming out next week, I think. And and that is funny stuff. That is funny stuff. And they just got picked up for a third season. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Victor Echo November. Is that the code? Yeah, that was was one of the early early episodes in season two. I haven't watched season two. I'm waiting for the DVDs. I just wait for the DVDs now, baby. It's it's awesome. Roll back, sit and, sit and watch them all at once and go, I overdose on this stuff. I, mm-hmm. So it comes out just in time. If anyway, I can so Brock it. Sampson was... Brock Sampson is like third removed version of lineage. Doc Savage going back to the original way that Doc Savage was really Although savage. It was, it was awesome in the first season when Brock ran across race. Yes. Right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he literally run across race? Man? <laughs> kind of. uh, yeah, I mean, because I thought it was so clear that, that he was meant to be Ray's Bannon, and then when Race actually appeared, Shows I was like, up. what? I can't believe it. It's like, sometimes even, I forget, like, watching Harvey Birdman. There you go. Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Uh, that whenever they show a character on that, and I just go, I don't know why. It surprised me that they used that character, but yeah. they're, I mean, you know. Now, can they do that because they're on Cartoon Network? Yes, because they because it's all, they all own all those characters. Mm. So anything in the Hanna-Barbera st- stable, they are access to, you know, they have access to. That's so. great. Because they did have one on... Episode two, where Johnny Quest shows Johnny up. Johnny Quest shows up as a crack addict. Yeah, he's like just a drug addict. It's yeah. pretty funny. So. Well, have you seen the? I'm sure you've seen the Venture Brothers with the Fantastic Four. Right, yeah. but they they can't call them. They're they can't Mr. Call them Impossible Four or, or something. Yeah. You know, whatever. But what a horrible yeah. <laughs> ice, ice Station Impossible. Uh, yeah. But you know what? And the other thing I could I've, I've mention then Doc Venture's dad is like Doc Savage. Yeah, you know. And when they did that flashback episode uh, with the Action Man and uh, with Major Tom, Ground it was cl- control to Major, Major Tom. Tom. I can't believe they actually went through the entire <laughs> lyrics of that song. Awesome. But, <laughs> but it was it was like Doc Savage because he had his assistants. Yeah. You know, he had his yeah. amazing five. So, yeah. uh, so what I'm saying, Moonstone guys, if you're listening, we are so excited. I mean, they did a Buckaroo Bonsai revival and a little weak. I, I yeah, was not I, I was disappointed because I, I was a big Buckaroo but that's where Buckaroo Bonsai comes from too. It's a huge all. Buckaroo Bonsai. I don't think Buckaroo Fan. Bonsai has ever translated well to the comics, oddly enough, because it's supposed to be a comic right. in the Buckaroo Bonsai universe too. But and the, that's gotta be just one of the hugestly underrated sci fi movies. Like do people, un- do people it's not underrated among the cognoscenti of sure. Geekdom. That was very nice. The cognoscenti of geekdom. You know what? 
We need to make t-shirts Supercon of is, is so, so wants us to podcast. They don't know it, but they do. They do. We're, we're in negotiation. But, uh, and Baycon, uh, you know, and we'll be podcasting from that coming up. So have we been confirmed for that? Or? Uh, I, I have registered us for Baycon. Like I said, Supercon, we're still, like, trading phone calls, trading phone messages. And uh, Silicon in October. But apparently there are rival podcasts at Silicon, so we mm-hmm. want to do actual podcast panel. But apparently, dueling podcasts, and I don't, I, I, I don't want to get you guys unduly worked up. But apparently, the other podcasts are run by women. And how does that compete with us? <laughs> <laughs> and on that misogynistic note, uh, <laughs> we shall say, <laughs> "Baby, you're the greatest." <laughs> that was Lala one of these days. One of these days. If you want to see a real podcast, yes. no, hey, we'll be we'll be appearing at those three conventions, podcasting. I don't know about Comic Con. I think it's too it's too big, and we don't have enough time. I think we're gonna do. I, Lon doesn't know this. I'm volunteering again. We're gonna do the vidcast. We're gonna try to do the vidcast from Comic Con. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> he looks because because Lon has to do all the work. Um, I'm learning. We'll see. Uh, he had a guy hauling the work around, Mike, or yeah, the, Mike was hauling the cameras all around, the, all the all your equipment around. Oh, this no, this last one, my my trusty uh, cameraman Dave Tapia. Dave. But, uh, yeah. This summer it'll be Billy again. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it even happens. Come on, man. We got to do it. We got to do it. Billy we'll can see. stay in our we'll room. We'll see. Too. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. It we'll was, see. but you know, the result was great. Dozens of people watched it. Yeah, us. yeah. Well, we did all that for about 20, no. 20 views. It was no, good. I think actually we got 8,000 views off the Yahoo site. All right. uh, wow. It's not know, bad. So, and, well, you know, and on a week where I'll give a shout-out, Fanboy Radio, which kind of premiered the uh, or pioneered the comics podcasting thing, this week launched Fanboy.tv, yep. something that I had been trying to sell a couple summers ago in, in L.A. and couldn't get anybody to bite, and Fanboy Radio got there out of Texas. And <laughs> Well, uh, they're just online, though. It's not like a TV show. But they're so. online, but the point no. is that that's, they're, they're part of Are they of a, a radio broadcast, too? They are a regular, uh, they're a college radio broadcast, yeah. and then they, they podcast out of that. And, uh, they just them, record the bro- radio broadcast. Yeah, and they're, real, right. they're, uh, they, you know, they're good guys. They're good guys. Oliver Tall, in fact, is, uh, is a really cool guy. Was, every time we meet, he's very cool, but... Uh, well, I've said it before. You guys want to come to the office, we can do our own right. TV pot version of this. So. All right. We may, we may have to do that sometime because I'm just dying to get out there. And but we're going to need to add some eye candy, so um, we need to bring back Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Did I just like say that? I hash browns? You know or? what? It's like getting those uh, Birdie Bots every flavor beans, and then you <laughs> yeah, and Andy's not. sort of like the snot-flavored oh, one. Oh, gosh. No, no, but if we I do do the TV I have one, a box of those, I and I'm afraid to, to eat them because so. I know that I'm going to get snot. I've eaten them. Don't eat them. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Anyways. But, uh, yeah, no, but if we do do the TV thing, we're going to have to get a hot chick who knows comics. So, um, you know, if there's anybody interested in auditioning, send us your email, and uh, we'll go from there. Or so. just drop by. Oh, and also, we have plenty of Bridges to Terabithia posters well, left we, to we've, sign. We've signed several, and they're going out to Mike Wager soon. Yes, yeah, so if you would like soon. an autographed uh, per, uh, poster. Yes. Uh, Send us an email. Autographed by no one who had anything to do with Bridge to Terabithia, but Not we have all. a bunch lying around here at Fanboy Planet Comics. That's 275 Alcamino Real, Suite to 105, Santa Clara, California, 95051. This is Derek McGaw, Editor-in-Chief of Fanboy Planet. If you have any comments you'd like to make, hey, send, a, send an email over at editor at fanboyplanet.com. This is how Mike Wagger became our favorite listener. Because and he gets he, mentioned every week. He does. Mm-hmm. You know, if you write in, we will mention you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> there we go. 
got nothing. Oh, but we do have a celebrity guest we s- signing off tonight, so that's good. I'm, so I'm Derek McCaw. I'm Lon Lopez. Rick Brett Snyder. And I turn this over to our celebrity guest. I'm Peggy Fleming, and use your powers for good. like to thank the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. I got nothing. Oh, but we do have a celebrity guest. We s- signing off tonight, so that's good. I'm, I'm Derek McCaw. I'm Lon Lopez. Rick Brett Snyder. And I turn this over to our celebrity guest. I'm going to cut that in later. I know. (laughs) That's it. I know. (laughs) Who was it? Peggy Fleming? Yes. Like, oh. I love how my first nickname was Weepy McWeeperson, <laughs> and now it's the Pez Man. Which, which would you rather, which would you rather have? How about Pez McWeeperson? That's actually, <laughs> that's actually quite interesting. <laughs> Pez McWeeperson. Wow. I think I just found my alter ego. I, I think my check into hotels. I think, I think your nom, uh, it's your nom de plume. Would uh, Pez McWeeperson please call into the front office? <laughs> we need you in the key department. Call Mr. for Pez McWeeperson. <laughs> It'll go. Pez. Pez, Pez. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs>